Welcome to The Break Room with Darlene Evans. I'm your host. We are going to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to the workplace. The objective of this show is to bring the concerns of the employees to the forefront, improve the relationships with management, and bridge the gap between employees and the top executives. So let's get started. I'm coming to you alone today. I'm in the house. I'm practicing social distance. I'm doing my part to try to get this virus under control and to not spread it to anyone else. And you know what I'm doing? I'm actually treating myself as if I have the virus and I'm treating others as if they have the virus. So what does that mean? I'm keeping my distance and I'm allowing others to certainly keep their distance. My question for my listeners today is this. Are you taking the coronavirus serious? Again, I want to repeat that question to you. Are you taking the coronavirus seriously? Because I'm hearing that there's a lot of people out there that aren't. And for those of you that are not taking it serious, it is time for you to jump on the bandwagon and take it serious. If you don't care about your own health, at least care about others. At least keep yourself isolated so that whatever... Uh, practicing distancing that you're not doing, you're not going to have a negative impact on your family members and other people that you may care about, and especially ones that care about you. So let's talk about the coronavirus and let's talk about the facts that we know. Number one, we know that there's over 165,000 people around the world that has died from having the coronavirus. We also know just here in the United States, 750,000 plus American citizens have the virus. And to date, there's been over 41,000. Think about it. 41,000 people that have died with the coronavirus. That's a major, major serious problem. And that's why I don't understand people that do not want to take this serious. We also know in Canada, there's 27,000 throughout the country that have the virus. And to date, there's been a thousand that have died. Now that amount seems slow compared to other places throughout the world. But remember, Canada is a very large geographical country. So eventually the virus will get throughout the entire country. So please fellow brothers and sisters, friends, do everything you can to protect yourself, most importantly, and do everything that you can to protect those that you love. Now, we also know that this virus is killing blacks more so than any other race. We also know that it's affecting the elderly. We know that those with underlining conditions you know, such as diabetes, chronic kidney disease, folks that have cardiac arrest issues. It's taking out our brothers and sisters left, right and center. And I think that we as a community, we have an obligation. We have an obligation to do our part to protect our people. And we, we have an obligation really to protect everyone. 
One thing we did find out, and this came from the researchers, that we know that the virus can live on surfaces for a long, long time. We know that viruses can live on metal, for example. Think about it. All the different things that are made of metal, doorknobs, jewelry, silverware, it lives on metal for five days. And we all spend every day around wood. Our furniture, our decks lives on wood for four days. And then there's plastic. Think about it. Our milk containers, detergent bottles, subway seats, bus seats, backpacks, elevator buttons. Think every time we go to the store and use our credit card and press those little uh, buttons to, you know, plug in our ID and all of that. Two to three days on plastic. Now, when it comes to stainless steel, like refrigerators, pots and pans, sinks, water bottles, two to three days. That virus stays around for a very, very long time. And when it comes to cardboard, shipping boxes, at least 24 hours, you can't get rid of it. Copper, let, look at all the pennies. I don't know who uses pennies today, but nevertheless, pennies over four hours, that virus will live on a penny. And then when it comes to soda cans, water bottles, two to eight hours. Can you imagine? And then there's glasses, our drinking glasses, our measuring cups, mirrors, our windows of our cars. Five days, up to five days, the virus sticks around. When it comes to paper, some strains of the coronavirus live on a paper only for a few minutes and then sometimes it also stays around for over five days. So it really um, depends on the quality of the paper. And then there's food. I know for me, when I go to the grocery store and I come home with my goods, I take Clorox wipes and I wipe down every container that I bring into this house. I take those grocery bags and I put them in the trash. I also take any food that needs to go into my refrigerator like meat and anything that I can put into uh, my own plastic containers, I do that. So I do everything to try to minimize me possibly picking up that virus when I'm out at the grocery store. Because remember now, when you're at the grocery store, there's those packers that puts the good up on the shelves. And then, of course, they're the ones that originally packed it. And then think about the hundreds and hundreds of people. You know, that we pick up this bar, this jar of peanut butter. We pick up this particular item and we put it back and say, no, I know today I went out to the grocery store and I'm looking for um, whey protein. And I must have touched at least eight containers of whey protein, trying to figure out which one I needed to purchase. Luckily, I had plastic gloves on my hands. So I don't need to be as concerned about picking up the virus through my hands but nevertheless when I get home I wash my hands immediately I've never washed my hands so much I wash my hands these days so much that I'm running out of liquid soap I had to pick up some when I went out today and my liquid soap can last me forever normally but not today so I just want everyone to think about it if you know of people that are not taking the virus serious please have a conversation with them don't bully them don't give them a hard time, but sit them down and try to talk about the importance of keeping other people safe, even if they're not concerned about their own self. And we all know, we all know that the wealthiest people in the world 
can't do a damn thing to stop themselves from getting this virus. There's nothing. Think about it. They can't fly to another city. They can't move themselves to another country because the virus is everywhere. Now, another thing I want you to keep in mind before I close out, when people are on their deathbed and they're wishing that they didn't have an illness or they're you know, just praying to God for forgiveness for, for any sins that they may have committed. They, they know that they're, they're basically on their deathbed. They don't look and wish to have money. I'm talking the wealthiest people. The last thing that they want before most people leave this earth and go to heaven is that they wish that they had their health so they don't want to leave. So I just want you to keep that in mind that like I said, if you're not taking the coronavirus serious, please, please, please start to take it serious. And if you know of others that aren't, have a conversation with them. Sit down, have a heart to heart and do what you can to help get this virus under control. And please stay safe, stay indoors and take care until next time. To all of our listeners, remember now, The Break Room with Darlene Evans. I can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you'd like to shoot me an email, go ahead, Darlene at The Break Room with DarleneEvans.com. I would love to hear from you.